Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you on business is a give-then-take relationship. I would like to share with you about a customer. Let's call him Ben. I knew Ben about a year ago. He gave me a call, spoke in Mandarin and said that he wants to meet up with me because he intends to sell his property, but he's not sure if he's making any money out of it. As such, I agreed to meet Ben in Yishun at coffee shop. And that's when the first time I saw him and did a calculation for him. After the calculation, he informed me that he also has some property somewhere. And after looking through his portfolio, I told him that it may not be suitable for him to sell at the moment because if he were to sell off his HDB, he may not be left with much money. Ben was very embarrassed because he says that he thought he can give me a business, but in fact, he couldn't at that moment. I told him, it's fine, Ben. What business are you doing? Maybe I see how else I can help you. And he told me he's in the business of bringing people in and out of Malaysia for trips. As such, at that time, I remembered. Many people talk, talk to me about Legoland, but I haven't brought my family in before. So I asked him, can I engage your services to bring me into Legoland for me and my family? Ben is very nice. He said he'll give it to me free since I have attended to him today, that day. So, I of course said no. How can I make him work for nothing for me? Then I said, no Ben, I'm going to give you the business. I will still pay you as per normal. Just let me know how much and let's fix a date. Within three months, we engaged his services to bring us in from Singapore to Legoland and Legoland out from Malaysia to Singapore again. His service was good. And after that, Ben contacted me again. He said that maybe could he also become a real estate agent. And so I passed him my link, whereby it showed him how to go and get himself registered. And before that, registered for the course and then after that for the exams. And I also pointed out to him because he doesn't have four O-levels credits, I pointed out to him how to go and get the WLP and bridging course. And with that, he got all the answers he wanted from, from me and he went ahead to try. Unfortunately, his WLPN didn't go well. And afterwards, he was kind of sad. But I said, it's okay. Why don't you follow me on my viewings to see what I'm doing? Perhaps if you have a better picture of what I'm doing, in future, you can be my referral. I can always train you to be my referral. Is that right? Ben says happily. I say yes. And he was lucky. 
that day, I had an appointment for a very old HDB in Commonwealth and I had a landed unit for rental and I had a condo for him to take a look. And yeah, and he managed to see quite a few houses through me on the same day and he saw how I presented for the viewing and how I assessed the unit. Few months passed by. One day, Ben called me again. He says that he might need my help to help his brother sell off his unit in Aogang. It's a HDB forum. Therefore, we fixed an appointment to go down to see his brother and talk to him, as well as to do up the financial calculations. After talking to his brother and doing up the financial calculations, we find that his brother is able to sell off the HDB. But for the next house, the brother insists that he wants to buy back a new HDB at subsidized rate from the HDB. Everything was well and we proceeded to market the unit. The unit is a unit on the second floor and when you look out of the window, you can see the power station. And not just that, there's also some motorbikes downstairs near his unit. Well, a unit on second floor with a power station. It seems that quite a lot of buyers during the time we were marketing has this objection. It wasn't easy, but his brother is very, very accommodating. His brother says he will clear up the house, spruce up the unit. Within two months, we managed to sell off the property at a record-breaking price. Ben was very happy. Of course, so was I. In fact, in the first place, after the first time I met Ben, doing up his calculations, I realized that he couldn't sell at that time. I didn't quite expect anything out of Ben. And the second time when I see Ben, taking his services to Legoland and out, I also never expect him for anything free. But along the way, the relationship was built and the trust was there. I think that's how, eventually, he felt comfortable enough to introduce me to his brother. Ben also said he had a clearer view of what I'm doing because he followed me on on my viewings to the houses that I showed him. He got to see a very old HDB, he got to see a landed, as well as a condo, and also another condo in the expensive district for sale. The key takeaway here is, sometimes we cannot expect much of the client even after we assess them. The reason being is very simple. If after calculation we realize that they're not soluble enough to move on, we have to leave them as that. We can't pressurize or push the customer just because we want to earn a commission out of them. In fact, we have to advise them accordingly if this is the best, pl best time really for them to push forward. Two, for those we cannot get business out of them, we have to see we can see how else we can help them. For example, in Ben's case, he's someone who always brings people in and out of Malaysia for trips. Well, happened that 
We often enjoy little trips here and there, so why not give him the business when we know him? And three, building a business, building a relationship first before any business is also good, because the trust was already there. So when he introduced me to his brother, I don't have to do so much of telling him who I am, where I come from, what have I done, am I good enough to take his exclusive or not? The brother has not given me any trouble throughout the entire period of marketing and closing. Well, I've come to the end of my story and I hope you have gotten some interesting takeaways from me. Or if you wish to connect with me via Facebook, do click on my Shopee link in my show notes. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode sharing more tips and stories on building self-confidence. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. If you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.